Are we starting? Yeah. Did we do like an intro thing yet? Hey everybody! Hey, hey Jason. How's it going? Good. Cool. Also good. Also good. <laughs> Do you like my table? I like it a lot. Hopefully the it's, audio sounds it's really uh, tall. Every bit is like it's kind good. of intimidating how tall it is. Uh, it's the hummus and olave of tables. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's tall and Never because mind. it's black. Whoa! Of course he. Of course, yeah. The Italian. Yeah. Soccer fan. To yeah. be clear, it was really weird when I walked in and I saw Trevor throwing bananas at your table. <laughs> to be clear, the table is black. Like that's not up for debate. Okay. That's that's just factual. It's more of a dark well, brown. That start to the show was a wash. That's all right. <laughs> Welcome to Off the Crossbar. <laughs> a Real Salt Lake podcast full of racist Trevor comments. Yeah. I'm not the only racist here. Mm, you might be. <laughs> I'm just the one that catches the most flack for it. You are number one in the racist power <laughs> of people currently in the room. Oh. Yeah, for... And it's not close. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. How's it going, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a pretty quiet off season, so. Yeah, no news. Yeah. What are we even doing a show for? I don't know. Uh, but should we get started? Yeah, probably. Yes. Okay, so first on the agenda, and I'm not going to talk about everything in the agenda because that there's would... so much of it. No, no, it would spoil <laughs> it if we we no, want people right. to be surprised. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to be. It's surprised. like an audio book. <laughs> yeah, you don't list the chapters at the beginning of the book. Chapter one, where Harry Potter dies. Yeah. The boy who died. The boy who never lived. <laughs> there you go. Okay, uh, first up, we've got this little draft thing that we did last week and also this week. Yeah, I'm really excited about Christian Roldan. I don't know about you guys, but man. Uh, did you turn off your TV or uh, scream, as the case may be? Uh, before the trade, Jason? No, I was just being sarcastic. Oh, that's loud. Yeah, that is a little loud. Yeah, I know you're being sarcastic. But yeah. Seattle are really excited about Christian Roldan, <laughs> if that makes anyone feel better. Um, I watched his interview it made, that he did. It, it actually only heightens my indifference at this point. He did an interview with uh, Sonar Feed guys that do their podcast up there. He seemed like a good guy. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It was weird. He was like in a bar and... I don't know if he's 21 or not. I don't know. It's weird. But well, it's, it's not Utah. Not Utah so. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, he seems... And he, he was excited to be in Seattle. Well, yeah. It was funny, too, because... I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not. But Was it publicly um, stated? Yeah. Then yes. So <laughs> he said that, you know, for all the like, oh, yeah, you know, Boyd Akwonu was the guy we were going to take all along, blah, blah, blah. That like his name was on RSL's draft sheet yeah. until Garth walked up and yeah. cut a deal. Well, no, I'm I'm sure he was. I mean, yeah. he's been a good player for the last couple of years. I mean, I know yeah. Seattle has been looking, and Weibel knows I, him. So. Well, I mean, he he played at UW in Washington, yeah. so UW, the Seattle organization called? is familiar with him. They've yeah. seen him play. Weibel coach there. So. Yeah, I think he played. Did he play with their under twenty threes for a point? He might have. I, I think he played. I know he played for some under twenty threes. I don't know. If you it know, was... Lucas Baldin played with their under twenty threes. And he's delighted to be here. So yeah, yeah. I can't complain. He speaks but, a lot uh, of languages. But... 
Like three. That's pretty good. That's more than I speak. Yeah. I speak half. Yeah. Pretentious English. It's not quite full English. It's hipster English. Yeah. Capitol Hill English. Okay, so if you're unaware, Christian Rodan was, you know, the 16th pick in the MLS Super Draft. That was originally our pick, but instead we traded away for what I'm hearing is roughly $100,000 in allocation money. That's a, that's a lot. That's a pretty good chunk. That's a though. significant chunk, especially yeah, for a draft pick. That's buying down a designated player contract. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's Jao Plata money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, it's, it's a lot of money. So, Roldan, we didn't get, despite him being the one everybody wanted at that point... Uh, we should have known we weren't going to get him. Nothing ever works out like that for us. Like, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, everything worked out fine. And then the <laughs> team's like, ah, fuck your dreams. And they trade the pig away. Yeah, and, and then we well, got the 27th I literally, pick. literally saw someone at the team's table. They wrote, fuck your dreams on a notepad. <laughs> Was it Garth Lagerwey? No, it might as well have been. That's not true. No one said that. But No, I mean... It... <sighs> But it's we a, didn't. We didn't need him. I we mean, we didn't need him. He's not really. He doesn't really fill a position of need. That's what I and honestly, I, I kind of feel like RSL just really. I, they came away the, the victor there. Yeah. No yeah. matter how good Christian Roldan turns out to be, well, to trade be a next draft next pick and get messy. the number two on your board. Yeah. Ten, eleven full, spots later. Yeah. Get the number two on your board plus a hundred thousand dollars in allocation. Yeah, uh, that's a win. Do you and hear a, the thing I said I about maybe he's the next Messi? He's probably yeah. not, though. Um, oh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's the Cascadia not. Messi. <laughs> he's, he's actually from California, but we'll ignore that part. <laughs> he's now a transplant. So. Yeah. Um, but Aquonu's really good. He was like oh, one yeah. of the top five defenders in the draft going in. So. And yeah. Uh, yeah, he made everyone's big board at like, what, 20 to 25, which yeah. is pretty good for him. He can play two positions. Okay. Yeah, he plays center back, plays right back. The team is definitely looking at him more as a right back. Yeah. Uh, we got the, the provisional roster today, uh, and he is listed as an outside back. Were the other picks listed on it? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What about the guys they invited to preseason? Yep, they're on. Uh, it's the preseason roster. Oh, so. okay. It's preseason roster. So, it does mean that we get squad numbers out. Boyd was given a squad number. Number six. Which is not completely unusual, but he is a draft pick, and technically, I mean, they're not signed as soon as they're drafted. But giving him a no. number... He's a first-round pick. He's going to get signed. Yeah, Same no, round. I... So, whatever. He's our first pick. He's gonna <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll well, almost Ryan certainly Neal get didn't get signed. Yeah, but he'll, he'll almost the, certainly get signed. But uh, at the same time, the other two picks that we got, you think Neil, numbers. Neil would have gotten signed if we had Monarchs? I'm yeah, sure. and him and Joey Dillon and all yeah. of these players. Uh, when we talked to them, apparently expressed that they would be willing to play for Real Monarchs. Yeah, I read that today. Um, so, so that's a, a positive thing that came out of today's media luncheon, uh, which your little old friend recording this podcast. Uh, so you. Yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which I did attend. Uh, confused. We're talking about Matt yeah, here. Matt was there. <laughs> and uh, that was one of the things Jeff Kassar had to say. And it was oh, well, pretty cool. what did they have for lunch? Uh, I had coffee. Oh. Uh, there was stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I really just Matt doesn't coffee. usually it was, eat uh, food. It was like uh, Maverick sandwiches. <laughs> it was actually Maverick it, Corner. It was actually pretty nice. Yeah, I'm uh, sure it was. I'm just playing. A couple of tornadoes. Yeah, there, there are a couple <laughs> things off the record that were uh, pretty funny that I'll have to... I'll, I'll mention them when we're, when we're on break. Remind me. All right. So there's our, our first pick of the ML Super Draft. Let's move on to our second pick in the third round. Jordan Morrell? Yep, that's the one. Is it Morrell or Morrell? Yeah, um, you know, yes. mural. 
Something like that. Until he signs with the team, I'm not too worried about it. And here's the thing. He may not ever sign with Real Salt Lake because he's currently on trial in England. Not, uh... But we have his rights. He's trialing with a club. Not he's standing trial for a crime. Yeah. He's on trial with Millwall. Yeah. Which is... Which is kind of... (laughs) It's actually the same thing as being on trial for a crime. Uh, and it does look like Millwall, but it's not 100% confirmed. Uh, and it's not confirmed. It does look like he's going to sign with them? Oh, no, no. It, it oh. looks like he's trialing with Millwall. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I didn't see any official confirmation. Uh, although, he did follow like three Millwall players today. Uh, he did play at, uh, is it Lofton Road? Loftus, yeah. Loftus. Where QPR played. Yeah. Uh, and QPR and Millwall did play behind closed doors friendly today. So, I think. I think that's confirmation <laughs> enough. Yeah. That sounds like it. So there's our, our second pick. He is a center back, outside back, right? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he's bigger than O'Connor, so he could play center back too. Yeah. He's actually like as highly rated as O'Connor was. Like People were really big on him going in the draft, but people didn't take him because they that was the thing. He's going to sign in Europe. Yeah. So a lot of teams yeah, did. Maybe will, but he did eventually tweet that he was excited and pleased to have been drafted by Real Salt Lake. It was like yeah. six hours after everyone else, and but, after he had followed Seattle Sanders on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> but it was also like 10 o'clock in England, so maybe yeah. he had woken up. Yeah, so and, and there's uh, something to that, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, no news coming out of the media launching about him uh, or any of the other draft picks. Was he on the roster? Going. He was on the provisional roster, though, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, it remains to be seen if he'll even end up coming back to the States right now. Wasn't uh, he born in England? Yeah, he does have he, he does have an English passport. English and Canadian? Yeah. Okay. Because I know he plays for Canada's like youth team or something like that. Right. That's right. <clears throat> he was the Canadian guy that we drafted. Yep. Uh, okay, our third pick is the Brazilian guy we drafted, Lucas Baldin. Slash Mexican. Yeah, he's Brazilian. Slash calls... Mexican slash Argentinian. <laughs> yeah, he, he he calls Mexico home, but he was born in Brazil. Yeah, apparently his dad's like a businessman. Okay. And so he worked for some company in Mexico, and that's why Lucas lived there. And hey, you know who's really good? Mix Discord's pretty good. And yeah. his dad's a businessman of sorts. Well, actually, a loan shark is not a businessman. <laughs> I, but... <laughs> you think they'd like an MBA in loan sharkery? Yeah. Maybe uh, again in Norway. Uh, maybe. Uh, but Lucas Baldin is a skillful, creative attacking midfielder. Um, and he's really excited yeah. about being drafted. He, he's incredibly excited, and it's kind of infectious because now I'm... More excited than I was when we signed, you know, someone really exciting. Yeah. Not Sebastian Jaime. That Enthusiasm. was really exciting. Enthusiasm. But... Enthusiasm is nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his college highlights show him making just tremendous passes all the time. Uh, and he has a good long-range shot. Um, obviously, yeah. highlights aren't going to show, like, defensive contribution. I've noticed a lot of college highlights don't even show the other team scoring goals. Yeah. Which is Maybe because they never do. Um... Probably not, though. No. Pretty confident, but that's... No. <laughs> well, I was re- reading about Baldino online. It, lo- it sounded like he could have gone pro a, like, um, a while ago, yeah. but he really wanted to get a degree. Like, yeah, he really I mean, wanted to go to college and get an education. And credit to him for so, that. Uh, and playing in those academies when he was... I mean, if you haven't read about him, he played in Toluca's academy yeah. and a couple other a couple teams in Argentina. He played in their academy. And unlike America, those academies are not pay-to-play. Those academies, you actually have to have some level of talent to get into. Yeah. So so he might be a really good pick. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's always really interesting, I think, when players like that just fly completely on the radar. 
Because watching his highlights, he may not, like, dribble past everybody like Christian Rodon does. Uh, but, like, the impact he'd have at a team like this where, you know, rather than Brazilian Nerd. Yeah, and... That's what I'm calling him <laughs> I don't... I mean, he has a better long shot, it looks like, than Ned Baldine. did not, like, excel in that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which was always a Unless little Unless he was, like, passing it through six defenders in the box and it somehow yeah. went into the goal. That was, like, his specialty. And just kind of, like, flowed along the Like, ground, when you like played your dad angel. at horse and he's got that one trick shot that he does. <laughs> yeah. That was Ned's trick shot. <laughs> So, uh, Baldine is the one I'm most excited by, which yeah. I know is maybe a little silly. I actually agree with you. I'm, I'm most excited by Boyd. Yeah, it's probably reasonable. Uh, <laughs> we don't even know if, if... I'm kind of surprised to hear that after what we talked about <laughs> earlier. But, uh... <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Baldine, I think, would be a good fit for the system. And it's, it's not as the sort of player that, like you normally get through the draft. Yeah. You'll get, like, a Christian Roldan who will dribble around everybody, and maybe he does really well. But watching his highlights, and this was the kind <clears throat> of distressing thing, like, not distressing. With Roldan? Yeah. Watching Roldan's highlights, I noticed, like, defenders just didn't know what to do. Like, he gets to this level, what, and... you mean college defenders? Yeah. Aren't very... Oh, yeah. Aren't, it's, aren't it's that great? Surprising, Generally right? speaking? Um, yeah. And... So seeing like Ramon him, Ramon Del Campo. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a fun one, isn't it? That's a rough one. I'm Poor surprised kid. we didn't invite him to camp too. I know. I was hoping we would. I was like, hey, there might be something to him. We should give him an invite. He'll probably end up signing with the Galaxy or something. Yeah, probably. And it'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> Learning under the tutelage of Omar Gonzalez. Yeah. Okay, and we did bring in two college players. Yeah. Of outside of the draft, uh, college seniors. Never heard of before. I hadn't heard... Yeah, of course not. I don't follow college. I didn't know who Christian Roldan was until everyone's like, he'll be number two. He's the best, you know, second best player in the Perfect draft. Perfect for Jason Christ's system. Just saying, I knew who Christian Roldan was like a year and a half ago. Good player. Really good. <laughs> but no, good I have job, no Tim. idea who these other two uh, are. You're now the official the, off the, the crossfire scout. I, I sort of watch college, and I the kid that went first, I had never heard of him before this yeah. year. The Canadian who was kid. was went first? Oh, Kyle Aaron? Yeah. I heard about him He like came on for Canada today. Yeah. In the 85th minute. Yeah. Okay, so the two we've got in from college, uh, and they're graduated, I think. Both of them are, are graduating. Yeah. Uh, we have David Abador. Uh, who he... has a really good background. Like, for a non-drafted player, if you read about him, like we talked about. Yeah, I'm, I can't remember, so talk about well, it. Well, he had trials with West Ham oh, yeah? and Colm in the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah, and that was, what, 2009, 2007? Yeah. So pretty early, then, like he was 15, 17. Yeah, played for Chicago Magic, who are like a really, really good youth team in Chicago. A couple great players came out of there. They played for us. Well, played... One of one of them still of, does. Yeah. Chris Schuler and Ed Grabboy. And then he played at uh Dayton and he transferred somewhere. Creighton, right? Creighton, he played at yeah. Creighton last year. He transferred from Dayton to Creighton. And it's a shame he wasn't drafted because Creighton didn't have a player drafted this year for, for the, the first, first time, time ever. Yeah. You know who also played at Creighton? Chris, Chris Schuler. Yeah. Yeah. We got that Chicago Creighton connection going. Yeah. Where is Creighton? Uh Nebraska. It's from Omaha. Oh. It's in Omaha. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Poor crazy. But if you live in Omaha and you move to Salt Lake City, you're moving up in the world. Yes. Okay, so another, I think it's center back. The Notre Dame kid? Yeah. yeah. Probably. 
Uh, no, 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 sorry, the oh, Creighton center back. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a uh, And then we've got Luke Mishu, uh, right back from Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, and another player that apparently is skillful, but watching his highlights, you can see it. Uh, just good passing right back. Yeah. Uh, which you know, we always have room for those. Um, now, whether any of them make the squad... Kind of to be determined. Yeah, they have. I think they have a good shot at the Monarch squad. Yeah, oh, easily. Because like we talked about, and this is a tangent, but academy, like they've said that they want to fill the Monarchs team with you know as many academy kids as they can, and we don't really produce defenders in the academy, yeah. so it makes sense to kind of bring in some outside guys. Yeah, when when they, they play there. When Besides, they, I mean, we Justin Glad Carlos and Kavita and Salcedo. Okay, maybe we do produce defenders <laughs> in the academy, but Never well, mind. no, you're you're right. We generally out of the academy especially recently most of the talent yeah been in the attackers, forwards yeah, yeah and, and it'll probably continue that way um it's just the style of the academy i think yeah and and we'll produce some good center backs out of there i'm certain yeah. uh carlos Acedo, like was pretty pretty solid he was only there for years hey here's a new rule we're not allowed to say his name on the show anymore i know his dad might uh start responding to all our tweets <laughs> yeah. might start subtweeting us yeah uh, that wasn't a subtweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was not a subtweet. Um, yeah, you know, but but like physically, like you know, these you know, center backs are generally a little bigger. Yeah, uh, I mean, Fanwell went to the academy, didn't he? Before yeah. he went to Clemson. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it, Fanwell? Fanwell. 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 Uh, his nickname is Fanny. <laughs> we have Fanny and Pekka. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't know that, actually. Beautiful. I didn't know that was his nickname, no. Yeah. I'm sure the PH, but... Fanny and Becca. I really hope it says Fanny on his jersey. <laughs> you know, I'm... I doubt it will. I'm relatively like assured it I guess we know the replacement but... for Ned or Cole. Fanny? <laughs> Fanny or Becca? Fanny or Becca. <laughs> yeah, we did need a replacement for that. Uh, so, that's our draft and college roundup. Um, anything to add? Um... Not really to add, just something I meant to say a few minutes ago. When, when I saw, so it is something to add. It, yeah, okay. no. When, when when they when they announced that they were bringing those other two guys on, yeah, um, it just I broke that by the way. <clears throat> good work. It felt very much like they were just bringing them so that they could then offer them a monarch's contract. I mean, I don't think that those guys, just based off of RSL's draft history, which yeah, historically. There's been some gems, but there's also been a lot of not really? very good. There's been a like, lot more not very goods. Like our yeah. first ever first round pick. Who was that? Yes. At number one. Nick Bassano. He played like eight times in three years. What's he like? He's like a manager at a Publix now or something like that? Or <laughs> I think he works for a car rental place. Yeah. No, no, he uh, he plays for Washington Crossfire. Oh, really? In the PDL. <laughs> He's 28. Is that like Washington, D.C. or no, state? No, state. So he also works at, like, Fred Meyer? Probably, yeah. Cool. But historically, our draft picks are not that good. And I just kind of feel like Who's they saw these, these players Delta? as yeah. really good options for the Monarchs. and Yeah, and if they pan out, then cool. Yeah, we'll see. Even if they pan out for more than the Monarchs, that's just a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Did we bring any extra college players last year? Um, yeah, we, uh, we didn't draft Joey Dillon, did we? Didn't we bring him? No, so we, we drafted draft, Joey Dillon. He was Dillon. Uh, like a third round pick. Oh. Yeah, I think he was our final pick. We had the three draft picks last year. Neil Dillon and some other name I forgot. Uh, I, I don't think we invited any extra college players. 
Yeah, I'm not sure we did. Uh, um, but we did not. We didn't have squadron but, last but yeah, year. Yeah, going to the draft last year, there's like only one of these kids might get signed, and then yeah. none of them did. Well, uh, Joey Dillon did get signed. Oh yeah, briefly, and then he was dropped. Yeah, unceremoniously. And I think Ryan Neal started with a contract. Yeah. Uh, with a senior MLS deal, uh, and then was, was I cannot figure pet. find anything on him like. He, I don't think he's playing soccer. I think it looked like he retired. might be like playing with the Galaxy Two or something like that, but I'm, I wasn't sure. I don't think so. Well, I couldn't find him listed on any of their yeah. squads, but I found a picture where he was thing. with their team. Oh, really? So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I know he trial or he went to San Jose, signed a contract there. Yeah, it was cut in he, June. So. Yeah, he was on their roster for like, I'm gonna say at least half their season. And yeah. he was a, he was a good college. Yeah. But it's weird. It's weird the guys that like college soccer is weird, man. The guys that you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's gonna be good. Yeah. Like, no, no. Yeah, it's yeah. Like the Ben Sweat, the fullback that I was last year, I was like, get Ben Sweat, get Ben Sweat. Yeah. He spent all season with the Dayton Dutch Lions, and I don't think he has a contract anymore. (laughs) Yeah. After he was like the number six pick in the draft last year. Yeah. It's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah. As in a shoot in which crap goes, not like a not like you're playing craps. A lot of times it's just kind of. But there's like a filter. In the shoot. Yeah, and you can filter out the good players yeah, that are like small that enough to fit through the little holes. Yeah. Yeah, like the core. It's one of the reasons I'm really glad that we've got USL Pro now. Why are you is... talking about serious things? Yeah. Because somebody's got to keep this. We're talking about filtering poop over here, and you're trying to talk straight, about soccer. On the straight and narrow? On the level? So, somebody's got to keep this podcast. We've got to hold to that. Keep the party rod. moving. Hold them to the rod, Yeah. <laughs> But no, I think that's that's one of the things that USL Pro will be really good at is filtering out all that stuff. Yeah. I think for yeah. the most part, the majority of the draft picks this year will probably be sent to USL Pro teams, and in a year or two, we'll see if they're actually good players in MLS yeah. instead of wasting half of them, instead of half the players of the guys, wasting away on an MLS roster yeah. and then retiring after two yeah. years. Some, I mean, some guys will will play like. You know, Kyle Aaron's gonna play. Yeah, the guy that the forward the New York draft that he'll play. Yeah, but just because he is like American soccer's wet dream. Although he's always my... so big, he's so big. <laughs> what are, uh, like how many big forwards has Jason Kreis worked well with aside from Sabaria? Yeah. Pablo Campos killed it. I mean Sandoval. I mean he kept Sandoval playing, had a really good year <laughs> when Kreis was here. Yeah, that's true. All right, then. So two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know that. We had plenty that came in and just didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. But I'm sure playing with David Villa and Frank Lampard. Yeah. Well, David Villa and Frank st- Lampard. <laughs> instead of David Viana. So. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Uh, so, all right. What against David Viana? Uh, a long know. list of things. <laughs> He's very good looking. So. Yeah. He could have been the prettiest guy on the team, but instead he just wanted to do step overs the whole time. Mm. Well, it just wasn't. Wasn't good. He what? He might have been prettier than Ned if he'd stuck around. Ooh. I know. Man. Yeah. Staying out of this one. Yep. All right. Not so yeah, you have terrible taste in men, so it's probably a good thing. <laughs> Don't even like my day. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about some of the new players we've signed, and there are quite a few, so it'll be fun. Jason. Yeah, I'm back. Are you, are you looking at your phone? Or yep. Anything interesting? No. No. Uh, no. Any t- <laughs> details emerge about the TV deal? 
Uh-uh. Well, that's not too surprising. True. Uh, it sounds like that one's pretty tightly locked up. Um, oh, hang on. Wait. Um, what? Jonathan Tannenwald, 30 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. we already read that. Back to RSL's TV deal for a moment. I did hear one interesting tidbit that is likely of wider interest among MLS fans. Part of RSL's new deal will include syndication of broadcasts in multiple states, including Arizona. Oh. Ooh, syndication. You know what else was syndicated? What? Star Trek The Next Generation? <laughs> it was the show that really, like, put syndication on the map. That and Seinfeld. Cool. Seinfeld was syndicated, right? I think so. Wow, it's going to be syndicated. We're going to be That's... like the team of the four corners. <laughs> Albuquerque and Phoenix are ours. We're like the sons of anarchy. We're spreading out. I don't know if they did that or not. But I I'm... didn't watch the show, so. Okay. So, syndication. That's uh, That could actually be really cool. That's, and... a, that's not official, by the way. If anyone listens to the show before the announcer comes out, that's a tweet. That Trevor from read. a guy in Philadelphia who, yeah. he's pretty fair, reliable, has a, is reliable and has a lot of connections. And he has a great TV. Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah, the goalkeeper. He's got like seven different accounts. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. he's like the me. I know he, them feels. He's like a more popular me. <laughs> yeah, or Jason. Okay, so okay. that's let's talk about new players. Yeah, we'll get to the TV deal later. It's going to be kind of boring to talk about, but new players won't be boring. Uh, so we're just going to go through a list of the four players that were have signed or are signing. Yeah. Um, we can talk about the players that are re-signing uh, and the players that... Let's talk about a couple that have left uh, since we last podcasted. That have left? I guess. I don't you... know if anyone's left since we last podcasted. Uh, Sebastian Velasquez? Oh, Cole Grossman. yeah. Cole Grossman. Well, no, we talked about Cole last time. Did we, we say talked that about Cole officially trial, signed but... with oh, Stavak? No. Surprise! Which Cole's did. gone. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. Yeah, if you're listening to Off the Crossbar for your news, then... Uh, <laughs> you got problems. <laughs> so it's like watching The Daily Show, and that's the only way you get your news. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's a great show. It'd probably be the best way to get your sorry, news. Sorry to insult your kind term. No, I was just going to say, The Daily Show <laughs> at least is on, like, on a regular scheduled time. Yeah, that's true. So what were we talking about? New players. <laughs> New players. Uh, so let's play a little game of word association. Uh, I'll say I'll say a name. This and, could not possibly go wrong. And I'm going to say whatever you want. Uh, Pekka. Not touching that one. You don't want to touch Brazilian. Pekka? Hey, Fort Lauderdale. Wait, have you been getting waxes now, Trevor? No, I'm saying Pekka is Brazilian. I know, I was making a joke about a, Brazilian waxes. His actual name is Wellington, which is a pretty cool name. <laughs> I know. How do you have that name and not go by that? Oh, because, I know, be Brazilian. Th- no, because there's about 300 other Brazilians that go by the name Wellington. I think 300 might be undershooting it a little. But... <laughs> I'm, tr- yeah. I'm trying to be more conservative. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good luck with that. Yeah, right. uh, but on a serious note, let's let's just talk about our new settings. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, let's start with Pekka because... Because you should always start with the Pekka. <laughs> because this one's going to have the best let's jokes. Let's skip and... straight to the Pekka. <laughs> <laughs> no foreplay at all? No. No foreplay. Straight to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jason, you're obviously quite excited for this kid. Tell us more about Pekka. He's Brazilian. And he plays, he's a central midfielder. No. He's not like a 
complete defensive midfielder. Like, a lot of people at first were comparing him to Jordani or, like, that type of, like, holding just midfielder. defense. Yeah, but no, it seems like he could play out the outside of the diamond just as well. And yeah. Daryl Shore even said that he could play at the top of the diamond in a bench, too. So, it's like three players in one. Yeah, he's, he's very technical, apparently. Yeah, well, he's Brazilian, so. Yeah. Did either of you guys Brazilian. watch the 16 and a half minutes? Yes, I did. Did you watch the whole thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. I've, I've watched more highlights this offseason than I have any other offseason. I loved the one Reddit comment from the 16-minute video. I was like, I'm worried about this guy. I was like, good God, dude. Fuck, man. Was it Glenn? No. It was on Reddit. I'll see if I can find it real quick. It was okay. really funny. Uh, so, yeah, he's kind of... look. You could look at him as uh, taking part of the role that Ned Gravefoy played. Yeah. That's... Kind of what he seems Brazilian Ned seems like again. to me is is very much like a not straight across Ned replacement yeah but that's the kind of player they're trying to get with Pekka yeah or at least that's the kind of player that Pekka seems to be yeah and he's twenty five like, he's got like room a little to bit grow. more of a defensive version of Ned Gravelboy yeah and that sounds alright um, here's seems, the Reddit seems, comment seems like okay. a better passer of the based ball, on though, based on Ned was perfect. Video. This is based on one 16-minute video. This is the comment that was the takeaway for some individual. I don't know how much I would like him as a central midfielder. I don't think he has enough foot skills to be like Javi, and he isn't big enough to play the defensive role like Kyle. He's about the same size as Kyle, right? Yeah. Kyle Beckerman, not the biggest guy in the world. No. Uh, he's, what, like 5'10", 5'11"? But what about his foot skills? He has feet. He's he's more like six two when you add the hair. Yeah, that, I I guess so. You're one to talk to her. No, no. You by the start way, doing your hair. Up, if you never go to our subreddit, our slash real do yourself a favor and keep it that way because it's a fucking dumpster fire. I yeah, it's not very good. Every now and then, it's I more think, depressing like, than a cancer ward at a children's hospital. That's, that's what that's what our subreddit is like. Yeah, and the only stuff that gets like any. Any activity on there is is just negative stuff. Yeah. Like you'll you'll post some. Oh, we signed a new player. Oh man, zero comments. Then someone posts something called "Why Never Us," talking about why we don't sign Steven Gerrard. Yeah, and it's like fifty-seven comments on why we don't sign Steven Gerrard. Fuck, man. That okay. Yeah. That rants over. Anyways. <laughs> So the four people that listen to the show are probably all from that subreddit. <laughs> I don't think Mark's on there. Oh yeah. Okay, so how we know the names of all of our listeners? Mark and Mark, Charles. Mark, Todd, Charles, <laughs> Rick, Rick. There we go. If you also listen, Adam, uh, Adam Hendrickson. Adam, oh, Joe, Adam, Joe, Joe, Joe oh, Malika. <laughs> so we're at seven, six or seven? I thought we were six, maybe seven. Oh, six. there's a guy in Switzerland that listens to it. Is he okay? Yeah, <laughs> he, he just found out about it like a week ago. He was like, "I didn't know he's a Basel guy," huh. and he's like, "I didn't know you do a podcast." He's like, "This is really funny." Huh. I was like. You must not listen to funny stuff very often. <laughs> no, the humor doesn't translate yeah. well in English, no, just, but in other languages. Cool. He, he's actually a, a researcher for football manager. Oh, that's my dream job. Yeah, they're always looking for MLS people, by the way. That's really compelling. Yeah, I'll talk to you about it yeah. later. But well, in our private post post podcast conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Pekka. Pekka. All right, uh, Demar Phillips, left back, Jamaican. Uh, was playing in Norway for the last five years. For a good team. Alshans are not yeah. a bad team in Norway. Is that how you say it? 
Alshans. I just picture like Dachshans. The double A team. That's not Alborg. Alshans. Norway yeah, has cool like team names. Yeah, yeah. Like Viking. Yeah. Okay, Trevor, what do you know about Damar Phillips? You look. Right. Don't know say anything he... about. <laughs> Go. He uh, has been a. Jamaican. He is Jamaican. Has been and a big part of the been. Jamaican national team for the yeah. last number of years. And one of their twelve? Like, I think it's like twelve. One of their like lone bright spots on the team, honestly, because most of the Jamaican national team is. That's because the last few years have been rough, but yeah. the they, the reggae boys days. Well, uh, the last coach they had was reggae boys. Oh yeah, no, they were pretty good. But. And the last coach they had was a disaster because he was like hell bent on signing all these English guys that weren't actually Jamaican but had citizenship yeah. that weren't any better than actual Jamaican players, and they had no reason to play for Jamaica, like. When you get a guy who's from Jamaica that plays for Jamaica, it's a big deal for him. But yeah. when you sign Jermaine Beckford, yo, Jermaine, come play for Jamaica. See if you can bag some goals for us in World Cup qualifying. <laughs> Even though you've never fucking been to Jamaica ever in your life. Yeah. That's what they really did that with Jermaine Beckford, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's an exciting attacking left back. And he's like experienced. He's accounts. played in Europe. Like, European competition. Yes. By all accounts, he is um, really good attacking. He he can defend, but he loves to attack and get forward, which sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, sounds, sounds like, like he does Monsali. all things. Yeah, kind of um, like is probably better. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Uh, at thirty-one, he's got a lot of experience um, and and could bring a good veteran mentality that we're missing a little bit on that left side now with Chris Winger out. Uh, I know we're probably not like hugely disappointed about that, but but like that's already. that sort of leadership is is valuable. I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you. I'm sure he was a good locker room guy and a good, you know, field communication. Blah blah blah. Um, something. Communication. Uh, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's Demar Phillips. He has a good relationship with Tyrone Marshall, our new defensive coach, and Andy uh, and Andy Williams. Yeah. So we get all the Jamaicans. And I hear he has a cannon of a foot. We're going to sign Jermaine Beckford uh, next. He scored a lot of fantastic goals. Yeah. Jermaine Beckford, RSL, it's going to happen. <laughs> While we're talking not. about that, Jermaine Beckford scored one of my favorite soccer goals of all time. When he played for Leeds United and they played Manchester United. And this was after Leeds had been relegated twice. They played <laughs> Manchester United in the FA Cup. And Jermaine Beckford scored in the 88th minute and Leeds United knocked Manchester United out of the, out of the FA Cup. At Old Trafford. It was awesome. And this was back when uh, Alex Ferguson managed Man United. And they didn't suck. Well, so. I've got it queued up on YouTube, so yeah. we're going to watch it in a little bit. Anyways. Okay, uh, let's move on. Fanuel Cavita, also known as Fanny. Fanny. Uh, which Jason's just going to have a heyday with. Now I'm like, do I get a Pekka jersey? or Because I need a new one. I don't have a new kit. No, I don't either, actually. I'm going to get the away one. I'm not getting that. We should have a new away kit this we year. We do. So. At the end of February is when they said. Have, have you seen it? Nope. Me neither. A week, a week before the season starts, they release the new kit. Yeah. Woo! They should so we're going to training, have training tops all through preseason again because that makes perfect sense. You know what's funny? Our training tops are nicer than our kits are. Like that blue training top. Yeah, I love that training yeah, top. Pretty. I would love to have like that color blue. As That'd be an awesome. Kit. Or a third kit. But it's going to be white. Kit. The away kit's going to be white again. Are we going to have a third kit? Cause nope, no Champions third kit. League nope, no third kit. a third kit. We're not having one. Trey even said it. You have uh, to sell so a minimum of 10,000 kits over the last uh, three years to get a third kit, and we're nowhere close. Oh. 
Small market woes. Yeah. Okay, Fanuel Cavita, he's a center back. He played for Real Salt Lake's Academy. Before that, he played for Highland High uh, over, what, the south end of Sugar House? Yeah. Sure. Over in Highland? Yeah. <laughs> I think Highland's <laughs> actually further south, but... Yeah. Uh, he's a great defender. He's played for Clemson for four years. And he played, like, every game. Started every, every single game he during was yeah. his career. Yeah. And has been just generally really, really good when he's come to Real Salt Lake for you know summer training, basically. Yeah. Uh, so a very exciting signing for us. One that had an air of inevitability about it, of course. Um, I think we were always set to sign him. Signing for his hometown club. Maybe it'll be a you know a, a you know a fifteen year career here. And That'd be he'll awesome. Retire He's one that. Sign Steven um, Gerrard. Who was it? it? I want to say Will Parchman. I'm pretty sure it's not. But somebody that watches a lot of college soccer said that Kavita was definitely going to go in the first round if he was drafted. Yeah. So. I good think that's fair to say. That's he, what people said was I think of Kavita as like our first round pick. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's not so bad. So. Yeah. Okay, one more player to talk about that we are signing but has not officially signed yet. Uh, that's Elias Vasquez. Is it Elias or Elias? I don't know. It's Enoch. Yeah, he does go by Enoch. <laughs> that's right. Elias Enoch. And I thought it was Enoch Elias. I don't, I don't know. Oh, I think it's sorry, Elias fine. Enoch Enoch something something Vasquez. Vasquez. Something, yeah. Spanish names are weird. Campos. It's not Fanny. So. <laughs> Campos. Campos. Becca. Pekka. Vasquez. Yeah. Uh, another center back. That would put us at five with Aaron Monry signing. Uh, the deal is not yet done, but it's close. Like, uh, the was contract he listed on the provisional the, roster or no? Or the paperwork. Is... I think it's the paperwork that's close. Um, when we say paperwork, we mean visa, by the way. Yeah. Like international stuff. But there could, they could be in a very late stage of negotiation. Okay. Uh, but Jeff Kassar did mention him by name in his uh, interview today. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think we'll sign him. I, I heard that they like definitely gonna happen. favorably compared him to Carlos. They said that yeah. he's, he, he's probably better than Carlos. And you know what? Like, he's if we can get a player... the same age. Isn't he, like, 22? I don't know. Yeah, he's 22. Okay. Um, and if we can get a player, like, at that same level who... Can contribute? Yeah, and won't go around favoriting tweets he shouldn't. And, yeah. Um, then I think we're in a good spot. And I think that wraps up our new oh, players. Oh, he has a lot of... Vasquez, while we're talking about him, he has a lot of international caps. Yeah, 25. Yeah. And he's only 22 years old. And, uh, I mean, Guatemala's not the most prestigious team. Like, But they, I mean, they have a good 11. Yeah. So... They produce some good players. Yeah. Andy Najar. He, I thought he was El Salvador. Yeah, I think so. Shit. Guatemala is Carlos Ruiz though, or is he also El Salvador? I think. I. Now we're gonna. I think so. Me too. And uh, on that note, let's talk about a couple of the players we've re-signed. Uh, we've got Aaron Mond, defender. Um, obviously, didn't have the best of seasons last year. Uh, he'll be looking to make a good step up this year. And contribute meaningful minutes, potentially, especially with players like Hamas and Olave and Chris Schuller, who, yeah. not necessarily injury prone, but Olave doesn't always play on turf. His yeah. knee is not great. And with CCL and yeah, and Chris Schuller has his injury concerns. Yeah. So uh, it'll be Hopefully interesting. Hopefully, no one headbutts him in the face. But <laughs> while we're talking about new things to the team, uh, we do now have a director of sports science, uh, and Doctor Andrew Cooper. No, no, it's it's our 
uh, the former head athletic trainer, Tyson mm, Pace. Mm. Oh, Pace, really? Yeah. I thought Tyson was going to go to New York. No, yeah. it was his assistant Miles. that went to New York. No. Miles is a coach. Yeah. A lot of people thought Tyson was going to go to New York, I think. Did it, was it Tyson Pace that went to New York? No, it was his oh, assistant. Oh, no, Kevin Christian. Yeah. yeah it was the assistant. Oh, Marco Pappas from Guatemala. Yeah. And Carlos Ruiz. Just looked it up, by the way. He is Guatemala. But anyway, yeah, no, so it, yeah, was, it was Tyson's assistant that went to New York. Yeah, and as Tyson's still with us. As we're looking at these new players, or at you know new players, and talking about how our like they can supplement some of our some minutes, uh, you know, when we look at these players that might not play as you know as often as we might need them to, uh, it's interesting to note that like we're putting resources into sports science, which. Uh, is a fantastic idea. Everyone, you know, around the world, the top clubs are doing it. It's it's a, We're a the huge innovators part. Innovators of MLS. Yeah, and I don't know if anyone else has a role like this, but but it'd be interesting to see. That actually wasn't sarcasm. Yeah, because we did like the academy thing way before most teams did it. Yep. Like Southampton. Yeah, it's I would it's be fantastic okay with us being Southampton. Um, but that that does lead to um, like maybe a sort of rotational strategy. That's based on like strain, fatigue. Yeah, that is one thing. Last year is that sometimes the rotation was not there. Yeah. Well, and part of that was because of collision injuries. Yeah. Uh, John Sturzer, Jordan Allen, who had a, a pre-existing injury. Yeah. Uh, Justin Glad had a concussion. Uh, I feel I don't like know there if were Glad more. But even the guys that were healthy didn't like. You're like, okay, maybe we could do a sub. Sebastian Velasquez, who well, had personal well, issues. Cole, I mean Cole. Could so Cole Grossman, who yeah. he did play significant minutes. Carlos like, probably should have played more. Um, <laughs> maybe. But, yeah, probably. <laughs> but you never want to have to rotate your center backs unless it's necessary. Yeah, and then we're like, oh, we could play fullback too. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, and then you got some more minutes, and then Chris Schuler. Uh, Enjoy Chivas, fucker. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chris Schuler had his little face break, and Carlos played every game after that. Yeah. Uh, ending out the season, but. Yeah, and so there are cases where maybe we could have rotated more, but we didn't have a lot of muscular injuries. Yeah, um, like and, strain. And, yeah, and and I that's interesting to see. We have in the past, though. Yeah, wasn't, last was season was, was kind of, I'm not going to say odd in that case. Wasn't but, Allen's a muscular injury? It was like a super microfracture, wasn't it? It was a, it was a microfracture fracture injury. Like he he had an ankle problem. It it didn't heal properly. Oh. They went in to take a better look, and you know they said, "All right, we can." Oh yeah, by the way. Oh, it was his ankle? Uh, I think it was in his ankle, but I'm not certain. Because I remember he got hurt when he was tackled in San Jose. Yeah. yeah so. I, I, I thought it was in his leg. Like, yeah. Whatever the, ankles the, the shin leg. or other bone is down there. Typically. Yeah. I but, thought it was one of those, but yeah. That it, prompted it that. the look into the microfracture, and it became like, do you want to deal with this for the rest of your career? Or we could just fix it. Yeah, and you'll you'll have to take the year off, but you can play, um, you know, you can have a long, fruitful career. and he, it came down to, you know, having a good career as yeah. an option. That's a pretty solid choice. Yeah. Absolutely. But Alan, I mean, Alan's like a new signing too. Yeah. Considering how much we used him last year. Yeah. And he's a good, I mean, he's good. Yeah. He's really good. Uh, he can play right back. He can play right wing. He can play right midfield. He can apparently play attacking midfield. He played forward last year before yeah. he got hurt. Yeah. That was, was kind when, of a... like, everybody was hurt to start the season. <laughs> yeah. Plata was hurt, so he was playing with Sabo. Yeah, for like five minutes. Yeah. But. yeah. So yeah, um, that's <laughs> that's kind of our in preseason. He played lo- a lot with Sabo. Yeah, 
Uh, so Mansali resigned, Mond resigned. Uh, so Grossman did not. Yeah, Grossman didn't. Uh, puts our squad in a pretty good spot though. Do we? We still have Atanella still here. Yeah, Wallo yeah. still here. Still have all our forwards. Like four years in a row, same goalkeeper group. Wallo's gonna get some time with Monarchs. Yeah, Unlined. and that's, yeah, he better. That's I think the plan is that Lala will be the regular Monarch star- Monarch starter. Uh, yeah. He'll probably step out of that role if Nick Romano, when Nick Romano's on international duty. Yeah. Uh, so that he can play backup. Yeah. Now, just what you have to do. It's the only way he'll get first team minutes now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So. Atanella's really good. Yeah. Atanella could start for a decent number of teams, probably. Yeah. I think so. So that kind of wraps up our new players and resigned players. Uh, we could talk about players that have left, like Sebastian Velasquez. Bye. Uh, Cole Grossman. Also by Carlos Salcedo. Carlos Salcedo, don't let the door hit you on your way out. Or let the door hit you a lot on the way out. That, yeah. That too. And then like when you walk back in, the door hit you again. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like a Three Stooges routine or something? Yeah. yeah. And then so, you get hit by a bus. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're at. So let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk. Just kidding. Collective bargaining agreement. We'll talk general news, and then we'll answer some of the many listener questions we received today. One of them is about formations. Oh yeah, that's true. All is still some. Shut up. It's different words, Matt. (laughs) Then I look at you, and the world's alright with you. Okay, we're back. You guys have to start doing that every time we do a news segment now. <laughs> I hope you realize that. News! Okay, uh, so... i talk like Walter Cronkite for the entire segment. Alright, good. I don't know what you talk like. I don't know. Uh, first up, we've got the collective bargaining agreement. Collective uh, bargaining agreement. Between Major League Soccer and the Major League Soccer Players Union. That expires at the end of January. Uh, and then there's nothing keeping players around, maybe. Uh, actually, their devotion that... and loyalty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so nothing. Except for you know their contracts with the team. Well, no, their their contracts are with MLS. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Uh, although uh, the CBA, uh, the CBA before this one did account for that, like in case of lockout, uh, that is at least like two months or something. Uh, then they can go play for another team, uh, but once the lockout ends, they must report back. Yeah. What's really funny about that is it would not work with FIFA at all. Like if they <laughs> went and signed with another team for on a on a year long deal, and then the lockout yeah, ended three months later, FIFA would laugh in MLS's face. They might be able to play USL Pro though. <laughs> There's a yeah. lot of uh... no international transfer certificate to deal with there. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of talk with um, the CBA. I don't know how it's going to tie in, but with the uh, um, FIFA getting rid of third-party ownerships, there's a, a lot of speculation that the entire MLS organization as a single entity is a third-party ownership it is. group. Uh, it is, but FIFA also recognizes very strongly uh, collective bargaining agreements, Yeah, uh, which I think would override any of those concerns. And so while there's a lot of, like, talk, it's not, like, substantiated talk, uh, the third-party ownership they're actually concerned with is, is agents. Is yeah. agents, and it's one, you know, financial stakes. Neymar's dad. 
Yeah, it, it's things <laughs> yeah. like that, or like the, the fifteen or whatever. You know, I don't know how many parties on Joe Joe Plata's contract. Joe Platter. Uh, but we had to buy out multiple parties. Yeah. To have to have a hundred percent of his contract, we only had fifty percent before that, and so he's a, a perfect case of where you know multiple party ownership. Yeah. Like it is, and is what problematic. FIFA's trying to change. And you see it all the time in Brazil, you know, in South America, in Central America, uh, and Portugal. And that's the; those are the places that that they're trying to stamp it out. They're not trying to get rid of like the MLS structure. And I know people say like, "I bet FIFA doesn't even really know about it." I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, FIFA and is aware. I may have done way too much reading about this with the Carlos Salcedo deal uh, earlier <laughs> in the year. May have. May have. Yeah. yeah, I definitely did a lot of reading about it. But but all of the third party ownership concerns were were not the sort that is MLS. Yeah, um, and so I, I think like the collective bargaining agreement, like players will probably still sign with MLS. Uh, they'll probably you know maybe they'll yeah, single some entity sort of agency, is not but... gonna go away. Yeah, this CBA maybe no. the next one, but that's probably a stretch too. Yeah. Well, yeah, and there's also talk about whether or not the CBA is gonna be for one or two years, and so they can renegotiate and probably do like an NBA where it's years? like a four year, but you can opt out after two. Yeah, and uh, or if it's going to be a unilateral like option for the players. That's what they did. That's what the NBA did. Yeah. <laughs> What's really funny is the NBA did that, and then the owners signed a billion dollar TV contract like a year later. And so there's, they, if you're an NBA fan, plan for a lockout in about two years. <laughs> just FYI. Yeah. But so um, it's looking more and more like players are willing to go on strike uh, if it comes down to that, it's, but it's, it could just be tough. It's and very it, early, and at yeah. this point, it very it more than likely is just talk. I right kind of worry about that. Like, oh, it's. I mean, it is very early, but it, it's just talk. Far, as far apart as they say they are, a month and a half is not a lot of time to get that worked out. Yeah, no, it's not. But if at the same time, they, they, they've seen like one or two proposals. Like they they haven't really done a whole lot of negotiation yet. Oh, yeah. and for those of you who are curious, Chris Schuler is our player rep with the. Oh, union. is he? Yeah. I think he replaced Nat. Was not yeah that yeah, no, that sounds about right because well Schuler's in New York for the he was at the meeting today oh yeah he, oh cool he yeah. posted on Instagram about it he even said somebody asked him Sabo oh. came out just <laughs> guns blazing <laughs> yeah. on Twitter man did he yeah about the CBA somebody commented on Chris's picture where he was like I'm at the CBA negotiations and it's such a shame we're so far apart we might have to strike was basically what his comment was like on his picture. And somebody said, well, what's the issues? Like, yeah. what, what are you so far apart on? And he said, minimum salary needs to be raised yeah. because it's ridiculous how low these guys are getting paid. And it's certainly better than that, it used to be. But... I don't think that that is an issue with the owners. No, I'm, I'm I don't sure think it is either, but that's yeah. what he said the player's issue was. But then he also said, um, he said that they didn't talk about free agency at all. And yeah. that's, that's what's most important to players. Yeah. It's a free agency. Obviously. Even if it's just limited in free agency. I mean... I think that's probably what you're going to end up with. I think yeah. the players want straight up free agency, well, and I don't think do. the owners are going to give yeah. them that. And the owners want anything but. So yeah. maybe they'll actually meet in the middle. Um, I don't know. It, it's hard because, like, for owners uh, or for MLS, like, they probably really want to get a deal done. Uh, because if they don't, like, the players can just leave. Well, with the with the negotiations, is 
is it just MLS meeting with the players' union, or is it owners of clubs because it's single entity? Uh, you know, it's. I mean, MLS and its investors probably. Both. Because when, I mean, like in the NFL, when they do labor agreements, it's the owners and yeah. the players. But it's, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just MLS and the players. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. I don't know. I kind of feel like the owners obviously would the at least owners have are say. involved, and they're like, "This yeah. is what we'll, you know, we have, we'll agree to this." But, yeah. Well, that's that's a good question. Is yeah. there a manager's union? I was thinking about that today. I'm not like in England; they have the League Managers Association. Yeah, I don't know if they have anything like that. Yeah, I'm not sure they do. Do they need one? It wouldn't hurt. It's more for publicity stuff than anything. Okay. It's not like a... It's not like protecting con- rights? Well, sort of. The LMA gets really pissed when managers get fired after like three months. Well, well yeah. But. So, that's the CBA. Uh, I imagine next episode we'll either have a lot to say about it or nothing to say about it. I think it'll be... I think it'll be a done deal. Not by the next episode necessarily, depending no. on when we do it. But it'll it'll probably I, go kind of last minute. But yeah, it, it'll be the probably the last week of February. Like yeah, I, I feel like it, it's probably gonna not go down to the wire. Like it's not gonna be the night before, but it could be. It, That'd be it's, fun. it's gonna be close yeah. based on what the players want. And to be honest, like I said, free agency, which the players want, is not very realistic. I would bet it will be done by the end of the Diamond Cup, which is the last week of February. I bet it'll be done by then. Yeah, uh, I'll take that bet. I'll say it happens a day after the last week of February, so March 1st. When's the first game? March 7th. I'm going to bet March 5th that gets taken care of. Okay, and the winner or the losers uh, have to be on a podcast. Shit! (laughs) Worst bet ever. Okay, so moving on from the CBA, because we could rattle our personal... Sabres? Plenty about this? Left my saber at the house. Sorry. I'll bring it next time. I'm avoiding a peck of joke here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll rattle that saber. Oh, um, guaranteed contracts was the other thing that she was Oh, saying. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed, keep, uh, uh, guaranteed contracts again, another issue. And that, then... that will be, you know, a big concern. Um, and increasing the number of guaranteed and semi-guaranteed contracts that, that exist. So. And then... Uh, uh, Sebastian Velasquez commented and said Schuler for president, oh. and then Carlos Salcedo commented and Wait. said good well, luck at the season. And nobody replied. Some, some, some. I just Chris, noticed that Chris both of those people said, commented on that same post. Chris replied and said, "Who's this?" After Carlos. Said that. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't. Oh, blame. Carlos also said, "God be with you" or "God bless" or something like that because. Carlos. That's what he always says. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't have a motivational because, statement because in there. Because his dad was like, behind no, I him. think like, there no, was no, an Carlos, emoji. make sure you say this too. Yeah. <laughs> or I won't give you your allowance for the week. <clears throat> That's parody, not uh, not an uh, attempt at a factual statement, by the way. But okay, so uh, moving on. We don't really know. <laughs> so we're recording this on a Thursday, obviously. You guys all know that. Um, but tomorrow, Friday. A uh, new TV deal will be announced. For so, so if you ha- yeah, if you happen to be listening to this before eleven thirty a.m., are you opening that as loudly as you can over there, no. Jason? No, I, I think you got away with that, Jason. <laughs> I don't think we. I don't think anybody noticed. <laughs> uh, and we don't know any details of it really, aside from rumblings and reports on Twitter that it'll be substantial, and that there will be. <laughs> 
some sort of syndication involved, and Jason's over here cracking up for reasons I don't know. The word substantial. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Syndication. Wait, yeah, and, and um, some sort of syndication deal uh, with TV stations uh, outside of the Utah market. Ooh. Uh, so, Arizona. It's a first step towards annexing Arizona. Probably New Mexico. <laughs> Uh, maybe Nevada. Probably take the Colorado. I don't. Probably no I one don't. watches that team. So <laughs> probably have more fans there. True. Uh, no word, of course, on how this affects blackouts and all that. All that jazz. Yeah. Oh, with the new league TV deal. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to deal with that as well. Yeah. And so we haven't talked about that yet. Um, because I don't think the league has have they like officially announced well, what's well, going to happen league. to MLS Live. It's gonna be the same. MLS Live will remain, but I don't know if that means that there will or won't be Blackout, the ESPN so. product. Because yeah. what I've or part of when you watch ESPN, what I heard was that it was going to be more watch ESPN. Yeah, because that was every the initial game was going statement. to be available online through them. So why would they have MLS Live? Canadians, because MLS Live yeah. loses money for the league. Yeah, I love MLS Live, but watching ESPN it could would be, be ES- better. It could be MLS Live run through ESPN. Yeah, that's possible. It could be a branded product or something, yeah. uh, and maybe you know they have they'd have better archiving than Watch ESPN yeah. does. So. Yeah. So maybe yeah maybe there'll be some sort of cross branded opportunity there, which would be really cool. But I just remember RSL um, was very adamant they never blacked out their stuff on MLS Live. Yeah. Are they going to be able to do that with ESPN? Probably not. Oh, no, no. But we National TV to... games were blacked out already. Yeah, we never have to use MLS Live because we have a local deal. Right, but even with the local deal, other teams, like Columbus, famously last year, had their games blacked out. But their local deal out. sucks. Right, no, it does. But this they... argument doesn't make any sense. <sighs> we never had to deal with blackouts. Yeah. Unless it was literally on ESPN. Yeah, or, or NBC. Or NBC. Literally. Never mind, guys. Forget it. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I'm curious what you're trying to say, but I don't know what it is. Is that going to be the same thing? Because there was a, an exception made by RSL where even if it was broadcast locally, we locally could get it on MLS Live. Yeah, it wasn't That's not even the same exception. Yeah. It was just not having blackout rules. Um, yeah. And we'll see if that, that remains was, that the was case. That was club specific. That wasn't MLS yeah. Live. Yeah. Well, and, and so, gotcha. Depends on TV saying. deals. Like, on local TV deals, how that pans out. Uh, it's been a priority for Real Salt Lake in the past. Uh, it's hard to imagine that won't remain a priority, but if it's a considerably better TV deal than we had, and it's not hard to get much better. Uh, yeah. And it, it's, it would be... He means if it pays more. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, oh, de- we didn't get money outright for our deal. Uh, we got a share of the advertising revenue. A pretty good share. Uh, we produced the matches ourselves, so we were able to, sh- to uh, you know, control get, it. Yeah, so we controlled the advertising a little bit, and and that's why we were able to get a pretty good chunk of the the advertising revenue. But that'd still probably be less than a, than a good TV deal. So again, all this will be invalid tomorrow after eleven thirty. So if you haven't listened to the podcast early enough, then why Skip are you the listening last at all? Five minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope Deloitte comes out and like. Hollywood Hogan at the TV deal press conference. <laughs> like a tank top. <laughs> I don't want I hope that doesn't I, I hope that doesn't I don't really want to see the light like behind a huge projection screen. With an MWO shirt on. Jimi Hendrix playing. <laughs> yeah. 
Or the Motad. <laughs> that'd be pretty. That'd he's be got, pretty good. Got the shades and like his beard's dyed blonde. Deloitte Hanson with a beard would be pretty good too. Oh yeah, true. I don't think he his face doesn't look like it's one of those beard growing types. Mm, I'll bet he could grow a pretty mean beard. Really? He seems. He like could definitely thing. buy a beard. <laughs> he seems a nice like one. perfect candidate beard. for like a like a Santa Claus beard. Okay. You know what I mean? Because he's kind of bigger. And yeah. And jolly. And white. <laughs> jolly. That's the word I would use. Okay, so Red let's in the face. let's move on to from the TV deal because we've got one other item of news to talk about. That's the MLS All Star Game, which will be taking place in Denver, Colorado. Denver. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. That it's it's cool that it's close. Yeah, we need to type in there's like that Inception music. <laughs> I'm actually gonna just splice out you making that sound <laughs> back over the top of it. So. Nice. Uh, but yeah, the All Star Games in Denver, and it'll be coached by Bruno. our favorite Pablo Mastroeni. <laughs> uh, so. I don't. I don't know how much there is they to actually have Joe say Mask about this. Coach it since he doesn't have anything else going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, he'd probably be about as good. So he's probably going to be in charge of the security there as part yeah. of the police force. Oh, well, he, he's probably a better policeman than he is. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, no. I would be. Hmm, yeah, he's probably a better policeman. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he probably would handle his shots better. <clears throat> hey, that's especially good with the modern political and you know yeah. police climate. climate. So that was very topical. That uh, joke. <laughs> I strive to be topical in every episode. I guess. So what else is there to talk about? We don't know who we're playing in the All Star Game. Which, nope. uh, which figures? We don't know how we're going to decide. We're going to pull it out of an envelope. <laughs> there will be two envelopes. Yeah, they'll both have the na- same name in them. New England Revolution. That would be awesome if somebody just mixed them up. Yeah. Oh, shit. Speaking of that whole thing. The All-Stars thing, will play the Chicago Fire. Hmm. Did, you hear the, did you hear the quote from Jermaine Jones in the last week or so? No. His deal, I think, ends in July currently. Oh. With the Revs. And he's open to a move back to Europe. Halfway through the MLS season. That's great. All right. Good for him. <laughs> Come over here. Play really well. Peace out. <laughs> yeah, basically. Why would they sign him to a deal at ends in July? That doesn't make sense. Mom, uh, that's, good agent. That's what he said. Was he was? I think because because Gerard's deal is an eighteen month deal, but that would end it in December. Yeah, but his I think was just a one year deal, and he signed halfway through last season. Yeah, we'll see. That's okay. Uh, got listener questions? Should we pull them up? Yeah, let's do it. All right, you got them ready. I got them. Um, what time is it? It's eight oh five. I said I got them. Do you need to leave? Uh, I need to leave. Don't let notice. the door hit you on your way out. <laughs> All right, I let's... probably won't if we can do this quickly. But let's yeah. go fast. Okay. Speed round. Who's first? Oh, let me get to him. Okay. Wow, Joe asked a lot. Okay, Joe, first. Joe Mavlik is back. Yeah. All first right. is from uh, Rachel Donner, and she said, "Do we have attendance predictions for Sunday matches?" <laughs> seventeen thousand. But then she said, "Just kidding." Um, I would actually I'm, say. I'm gonna say sixteen to seventeen. I'm that's gonna say. Was, that's what it was last time. I'm gonna yeah. say nineteen. Oh, um, oh yeah, because the ticket think, sales count in it. Yeah, and I, I if we hit that sixteen number, we're all hoping for. 
I think it's going to realistically be like fifteen, sixteen thousand, but the announced will be like nineteen. Yeah. Nineteen twenty. Well, think it's sold. Hmm? Now your answer changes. But then she said, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm interested in formation options slash predictions. Uh, it's either the same as last year or something else. I think is what we're at, where we're at at this point. <laughs> wow. Trevor just out-Trevored himself completely. That, that's actually what they do in Italy. They, yeah. They put formations in envelopes. and uh... One says, same as last year. The other says, something different. <laughs> something different in parentheses is 4-4-2 or 4-5-1. Yeah. Depending on which you played last year. One says Calcio, and the other one says Calcio Nuevo. Fado <laughs> <laughs> Nuevo is Spanish. I don't know. I that's the, that's the best part. They're Latin, they're Latin languages. They are, they're all the same words. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say like a 4-3-3 three, three, or like a 4-2-3-1. 4 2 3 one is my, my guess. They've been talking a lot about 4-3-3. Um, three, three. Or not but, but, they. But. I say they. A lot of national media types have been looking at our acquisitions and said, you know, this would be really cool for a 4-3-3. Three, three. And... See where they're coming from. I kind of disagree. I think a four-two-three-one is a lot more realistic. Yeah. yeah, and and it gets more of our good talent on the field. Hold on, I'm I'm looking up a quote, and this is what Jeff Kassar said today in his little press conference. You just look at our roster; it's evolving. If you have a lot of midfielders, you play a midfield formation. I think we have a few less midfielders this year and a few more forwards. Yeah, that sounds like something different. Uh, we've added some speed in the back, so I think, you know, the roster's evolving. We've planned that, but we also planned it knowing what was going to happen during expansion draft. So he really didn't actually answer the question there, which is a little disappointing that I read it all without realizing that. Um, but it sounds to me like, and and going off a little background information, uh, that they, they told us, uh, we'll probably look around and, you know, play what formation makes sense at the time. Uh, I think this year they're probably definitely going to break away from what they've been doing the last couple of years. Yeah, a lot and of people we'll, we'll probably play like more than one formation. Yeah, I mean, Not over the last couple of years, you kind of knew for a fact that it was just always going to be a version of the diamond. Yeah. Except for the occasional one-off game where we might have tried a 4-3-3, yeah. or we might have tried a 4-2-3-1, or some other kind of close variation on a theme. Yeah. I think this is the year where we don't really have a mold. Yep, or, or at least it's not going to be the diamond. We're going to, I think, break away from that whole idea. And We're going to have like three or four different jello molds. Yeah. Uh, all in the shape of different Jeff Kassar is really going to actually be making tactical and formation decisions this year rather than just kind of keeping up with the same. I, I like I the same. I to leave soon, man. We just talk for like soon. ever. Okay, so let's move on to <laughs> our next question. So um, Trevor can't continue talking about it. The next question is from RSL Galactica. Wow. AJ Jenkins is his name. It's yeah. uh, RSL is claiming that the club owns Jao Plata's contract. Does the club own his contract? Yes. Or does MLS? Oh, well, he, well, he bought his player rights is what... That's not MLS talk. That's the acquisition thing. Yeah. Uh, so we own his rights. Uh, MLS would, would be the player or the... Entity that Joe Plata has a contract with, but we own his rights. Yeah, and rights Basically, and contracts are differ in yeah. some with, weird without ways. getting into too many details. Yes, we do. <laughs> Good job. Good I mean, it, to to explain the whole situation is 
It would take almost as long as that last question. It's it's ridiculous. Just yes, we own his contract. Charles Barnard. Put that simply. Hey, Charles. He asked, "What game are you going to play now that neither Ned or Cole is on the team?" And we already decided. I think, I think it's Fanny or Pekka. Fanny or Pekka, yeah. <laughs> Who are the two like best looking players now? Sturzer or we already said it. Fanny or Pekka. How about they Have you seen Pekka? I like He's... I like dark skinned men. What can I say? <laughs> He's not the prettiest. Uh, we what, still, if he, what if he listens to this, Matt? We have, we have John Sturzer. How about Sturzer or Olave, who is a specimen you, of a person? Did you say the prettiest and then throw Olave <laughs> in that discussion? It would be like Sturzer or Lalo. Have you, yeah, have right? you seen that yeah, ESPN I'm, body issue with Olave? No. Just because he looks like a Terminator model doesn't mean that he is pretty. Terminator was pretty. Okay. Or was that RoboCop? Okay. I'm, I'm with Jason. If we're going prettiest, Lalo's in the conversation. Is he? Yeah. He's Probably little... Lalo and... Tony. Now... Always Tony. Oh, Tony. Yeah, Tony. Tony. The studio audience chimed in and answered <laughs> that for us. Okay, Sturzer or Tony? That's a good one. John or Tony? And that sounds I pretty good, I think Fanny or Pekka just rolls off the tongue. We're just gonna... I mean, Schuler's not a bad looking dude. That's true. <laughs> what rolls off your tongue? <laughs> I just got that in front of the camera. Uh, so, Bain John or Tony, and let's move on? Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll get back to you. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we can do a listener poll. Uh, Joe Who asks, are the best-looking players at Real Salt Lake? If Dunny, that sounds like your next look at what, Soap This is your article. fault. This question is your fault. <laughs> I, I really do dig deep for content. <laughs> this question's your fault. If Dunny leaves, who do you think will be the next up-and-coming <laughs> should, should for we, RSL? Should we talk commentary? about why this question is Trevor's fault? <laughs> yes. So Dunny has not... Even like hinted that he's leaving. So that for some reason, there was a panic on Twitter today, and so, that reason was Trevor. So earlier today, Trevor uh, post you know, posted a screenshot of a Facebook comment uh, saying, "As as I do, yeah, saying don't." It was like, "Don't let Dunny leave." As one like, does, just like Jason and Garth. Yeah, uh, which which a out of context, yeah, and, and the context for the quote was it was Dunny's tenth year with RSL. Yeah, it was and like the guy it replied, was, well don't let them leave like you did Garth and Jason. RSO posted like a tenure thing for Dunny. Like a throwback. And there's a bunch of comments and one of them most of them were like, Yay, we love Dunny, Dunny's great. And one or two of them was like, Dunny's terrible, we should get rid of him because his analysis and color commentary is a joke and drink with Dunny's stupid. Wow, Whatever. Who said that? Hitler? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then there was a guy that said, Don't let Dunny leave like you did Jeff or Garth. Or Jason, Jason Garth. And I thought that was hilarious. That It is pretty funny. Somebody yeah. thinks that, like... I think we know who made that Reddit comment that I read earlier. <laughs> that Deloitte's going to let Dunny leave, or that Dunny wants to leave, or, you know, that it's related to that at all. But, anyway, so yeah, I just and posted then, that. And, you know, maybe 10, 20 minutes later, Dunny tweets, wheels down in L.A., as, as he does. To do. Yeah. Uh, but it had, I think it had, like four periods instead of the like normal <laughs> ellipses or something yeah. uh and that sent everyone into and a then and... i think the john strong thing because john strong signed with fox today and everyone's like oh man fox is signing new announcers and, look at what you did trevor oh. you broke real something twitter <laughs> it's uh not hard but congratulations regardless so anyway to answer the question donnie's probably not leaving yeah now that we said that he probably will yeah but, uh, <laughs> If he does, I'm sure he'll tell us. Remember first, our so optimism about story. Garth Lagerwey? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, next question from Joe. They're announcing Joe. a new TV deal tomorrow. This one's Could from, be new announcers. This one's from Joe Malwicka, too. 
All right, Joe. How do you say, how do you say Boyd Aquono's last name? <laughs> Just Aquilono. like that. I think you got it exactly right. Aquono? Aquono? Aquono. Uh, funny you kind of dropped the U. Yeah. Uh, I, I Aquono? Aquono. Uh, I mean, I, I'm Jeff Kassar has so. even more problems pronouncing it, so don't feel too bad. Uh, it was pretty funny hearing him pronounce it at the press conference. And it's a two-part question. Any chance that he sees first-team minutes? Yes. There is a chance. Yeah. 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 Um, right back. Not center back, probably. Somewhere. He's too small. There is a, a provisional He's roster, like actual sheet. And on that actual provisional roster sheet, there is a pronunciation guide. Yeah, I have it in my car. Well, why don't you have it here so we can learn how to pronounce it? Because I left my coat in my car accidentally. Oh, okay. Well, we'll... Yeah. It's on there. We'll figure it out. Joe had another question. Okay. Who is lower on our forward depth chart, Garcia or Sandoval? Sandoval. If it's Devin, do you think he will feature prominently for the Monarchs? Yes. Yes. I would say Sandoval is, and yes, he will. Uh, but I think he still has plenty of options to get first team minutes. Yeah. And, and you know... We don't have another player like him, besides Savo, obviously. Yeah, and... and... Honestly, he wasn't awful last year. He suffered in production, but he had plenty of other good qualities. Yeah. Um, let's see. Mark McClellan. Ah. Hey, Mark. Thanks says, for the logo. Joking. Oh. He said, I, too, was giddy to see that Luis Gill will be wearing number 10. Is this giddiness irrational? Why or why not? I nope. Do. I, I, yeah, there's an element of irrationality about it. But it's exciting. Yeah. It, there's it, things that come with that number. Like, there's something irrational about being excited about a number. Like, just being, like, excited about that. But there are it's also plenty of reasons. anything else to be excited about. <laughs> and that's, uh... And this is where the team account replies, Schuler, Beckerman, Romano, Olave, <laughs> and more. I, RSL Believe. I actually did ask uh, Kassar about that, so I can read off his quote oh, really quick. Oh, go ahead. Uh, it's basically, um... He said, it's a number. He's an attacking-minded midfielder, and why not? But he that said more things. Oh, like, uh, okay, nice. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> it's exciting, it's new, it can give him a little, bit of bre- uh, a little bit of a breath of fresh air, and he deserves it, and when you put that jersey on, there's some responsibility that comes with that as well. Hopefully he grabs that and runs with it. Yeah. So, When you put Robbie Finley's number on, there are expectations <laughs> and responsibilities. It's Dennis Bergkamp you're thinking of. There you go. Here's the, thing, like, the greatest number 10 in the history of number 10s, right? Right. Who's the guy that we're going to have to like irrationally defend this year since Finlay's gone? Uh, it's probably going to be Luis. <laughs> probably probably going to Yeah, Luis, Robbie Findlay, Arturo Alvarez. Have we had number 10 that we were like always super happy with? No, that does the, I mean, we... Someone on Reddit, so they, they they posted your article about the number 10 thing on yeah. this RSL stuff. My awful article. And someone replied, and they're like, I'm so excited the team unretired that number. I thought it was so <laughs> dumb to do. And then everyone replies, they're like, no, that was nine, you idiot. And then the guy's like, he edits it, my bad. <laughs> it was, at least he didn't delete it. He, like, had the... Oh, yeah, I love when people delete those comments, too. Yeah. No, I think I'm it's, just it's glad cool. Funny it's... have an actual number ten wearing number ten. Like I know it's yeah. it's a silly thing, but I like the number formation stuff. I like having defenders wear their appropriate numbers and midfielders. I mean, and and you could argue about what the appropriate number is, whether you're using like well, the I mean, Argentinians a system. Or... A six, that's a fullback. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Depending yeah. on the system, sometimes Olave's, it's a midfielder. Olave's wearing a four. Like of course he is. Yeah. Jewelers wearing 28, which is traditionally uh, not like an academy player. Which is traditionally a cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, next question. Next question is from Jeffrey Shirtliff. Okay. 
Let's hear the question. Uh, no one is talking much about Elias from Guatemala. We talked about him plenty. Next question. Yeah. What's your take <laughs> on him? He's good. We talked. I'm about really him. excited. He, he's very good. I'm also really. Also, excited. any updates on the lockout? Hold on, let me check my texts. <laughs> no updates. All right, next question. Mm, Chris Shuler didn't text you? No. Called Deloitte real quick. I think Chris Shuler lives no. well, we talked uh, like it. near our Capitol Hill studio. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw. I actually uh, was driving, and he was he in the car out. next to me. Because he's tall. That's what I mean. <laughs> but. This is a diverse neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's, there's tall and short tall. people. So, okay, no updates on the lockout. Well, we talked about what we know, so... Listen Which is nothing. Which is, yeah. And even if there was more to know, we probably wouldn't know. Let's be honest. Yeah. All right, Kelsey. <laughs> we're, we're not really the guys that would know about CBA talks. Sacramento Republic uh, FC social media, media, person, media right? captain. She said, and she's from Salt Lake. She's yeah. our Salt fan. Uh, what USL pro team are you most excited for the Monarchs to play? Just kidding. We know the answer to that. Hint, hint. And I said it's the Dayton Dutch Lions. Uh, you know, we actually, the only chance we'd get to play Dayton Dutch Lions would be in the playoffs. Don't, yeah, isn't we, don't, there... we don't play Eastern Conference teams, do we? That's correct. The, At the, all? The USL Pro so schedule format came out. Uh, so you play everyone in your conference twice. Yeah. And then an additional six matches against regional opponents. Dayton's not regional? No, no Dayton is on kidding. the far side of Ohio. No, I know where it is. <laughs> Dayton's a hellhole. Stayed in a Holiday uh, Inn there once and spent way too much on the hotel. On the crack? No, it was like 120 bucks for <laughs> no, the night, crack was which really was ridiculous. <laughs> Did you buy it that day? Yeah, I walked well, in well, at 10.30 and was like, I need a room. And they're like, well, oh, got me 120 bucks. And I wasn't paying for it, so it wasn't that big of a deal, but still annoying. So It is kind of a garbage town Th- that's a great story for the next of? question <laughs> like trenton new jersey Actually, is kind of a garbage town honestly sacramento republic will be fun to play against yeah Probably. hopefully they, they were fun to watch is that the leg break game or was that t1 no that Tijuana was, Tijuana. was a leg break game well the way they're playing in, in mexico they might be in usl soon too so is that the um, new relegation strategy yeah hey we might get carlos Salcedo back in the us then too yeah <laughs> Kelsey's actual question was, how would you prioritize what positions RSL needs to fill after all the trades and drafts? And the drafts. Um, midfield. Yep. We're short on midfielders. But if we're going to play a different... That's kind of why I think the different formation thing is going to happen. Yeah. Now, if we sign someone like Luke Spaldin, uh, then we're in a pretty good spot. Or some academy kids. We have some it's good some academy, academy kids. So we've got some great academy midfielders coming up uh, that we might get to see eventually. And I... Really hope so. So, midfield, uh, we don't need any more center backs. No. Uh, we've got plenty of those. Uh, if no, we, we keep them all, we'll have like 80 um, right backs. We've got a good right back in camp. We've got Boyd Aquano. 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 And then a, Luke Mishu the is a right back, right? Yeah. No, it's a U at the end. What do I know? I'm not paying attention. Okay, no. final question. From Adam Hendrickson. Hi, Adam. What are your thoughts on the CBA negotiations? It's if you good. were players, what would you be asking for? Good Ooh. thing or bad thing? I would be asking... A lifetime supply of Kit Kats. Oh, Kit Kats. Butterfingers. Come on. Good point. Okay. Uh, uh, I'd, I can go either way on that. <laughs> How sure are you? Give me a break, Trevor. <laughs> um, no. Oh, like the Kit Kats. Okay, I got it. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I would be asking. Like, some sort of free agency. Yeah. Not unrestricted, because I think that's well, you gotta irrational. S- you have to start all negotiations, yeah. You put yourself in a strong negotiating position. So. Which the players ha- have all of the leverage and... I mean, you could argue, well, we could, they could just sign other players, which is true. There's no shortage of soccer players in the world. But it would kill it, the league. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You um, thought you were going to see Josie Altador? Surprise! <laughs> we signed Emil Husky! <laughs> that's that's a step up, right? He's who probably he... scored more goals. <laughs> I would love it if someone in MLS signed Emil Husky. Who did he sign I wish we again? did. I would, I would wear an Emil Husky RSL jersey so fast. Isn't he, isn't he with, like, West Ham now or something? I don't know. There's no way he's with a Premier League team, dude. I'm pretty sure he is. Surprise, we signed Carlton Cole. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 2006 Premier League players? Yeah. We signed Pippo and Zaghi. Yeah. He plays for Bolton. Oh, oh okay. All right. I knew he was back in England. I'm trying to think of other awesome signings that they can make. Uh, Clark signed- Seydorf? Whew. We signed John Arnorisa. <laughs> it's all Premier League players that are coming to mind. Yeah, I'm, I can think of a bunch of personal youth players. <laughs> Armin Trier. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Bowie. <laughs> I love Bowie. Yeah. Oh, I'd love. Actually, he would this probably. fun. He would probably actually be a great MLS right back. Name. Nicholas Bentner. <laughs> Uh, Marwan Shamak, really yeah. good players from about. Six oh, that years who's ago. that Brazil, that Portuguese player that mentioned Bebe, the oh, Portuguese shit. guy that United signed. You know they just like, just barely got rid of him. Yeah, like, do you know the story six behind months that? Ago. Behind that Bebe thing. About the, him signing or about why buying? they why they bought him because he was I a player right like someone owned his rights, and the guy that I'll we'll talk about it off the show, but. <laughs> Uh, there, I remember that there was a story behind yeah. it. I don't know there was a player who Paolo signed was it a, at a Premier League club in the late 90s uh, that claimed to be some great player's cousin. Uh, oh, I know the guy you're talking about. I can never remember his name. but he can't either, but I remember that I found out that... He nope. played in a competitive match somehow and was awful. How we got in through training, like, coach must not have been at training that day. It was Frank Lampard. Probably. Oh, that'd be another fo- John yeah. Terry. Yeah, he, wasn't he like? <laughs> I can see like, John Terry going to like the Galaxy or something. Yeah, that'd actually probably be a good move for him. Jeez, I feel like it was some African star from like. Oh, it's always got to be 10 or 20 years ago. With you, doesn't it? That he was like, oh yeah, I'm his cousin, and I used to play for all these teams, and they were like, didn't play for any of them. It was like, and they were like, oh, let's sign you up. Oh, there's another one, JJ Kocha. That guy was awesome for Bolton. That guy was actually really so good. So basically everyone that played for like Bolton and Villa and <laughs> West Ham. Who, who are the Middlesbrough guys? Uh, who's Danny that, Murphy. That guy who played for Birmingham uh, when they won the League Cup. Uh, Obafemi something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he yeah, probably wouldn't make it in MLS though. Jesper so. Gronkire. <laughs> Men and Blazers, they were talking about him and they were saying, why didn't we call him Gronk? Like the NFL player? Like, just Gronk <laughs> instead of Jesper. <laughs> Okay, so I, I think on that note, we've Jimmy officially Floyd gone off the, ra- <laughs> off the rails, uh, so we should probably let Trevor go home, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't complain about, so. I don't have to go home, I have to go to work. Oh. oh are you reffing? Mm-hmm. 
Give somebody a red card Chop for me. Stam. Not just I a blue or red. Almost gave a guy a red card. Edward Davids. Just for being a Edgar Davids. That was his name. Edgar Davids. <laughs> I'm still over here just thinking of players. Jurgen Klinsmann! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that, that wraps up. You think, we're a retirement, you think we're a retirement league now? That was the last question. <laughs> Wait till Emil Heskey and Jim, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank are leading your line. <laughs> I think Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank's actually like... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to hit stop now. Literally sign all the retired players. Patrick Vieira. This is your last chance to say something really funny. Mm, Probably not going to happen. I got nothing. Oh.